Let's explore Ride and three other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Today's first poem, Ride. In his book, Free Will, the neuroscientist... The neuroscientist Sam Harris makes the case that various fMRI studies demonstrate that what we call free will is but an illusion, a subtle trick of the dance of interdependence, change, and neurology that takes place before we ever become conscious of a choice, no less make it. When hearing of this observation, many take umbrage, asking, what are we to do then? Sit back, do nothing, and merely go along for the ride? To this, Sam Harris, a methodical debater, observes that if we were to awake in the morning, in full health after a good night's sleep, we could find it difficult to spend the rest of the day in bed. In fact, as the hours passed, doing nothing could require heroic effort, until at one point our resolve could shatter like a wine glass dropped upon a bare wood floor. We could find ourselves getting up and going about our day as if on autopilot. The author goes on to explain that in the absence of free will, we are either the inheritors of a tragic string of causality, circumstance, and physiology out of our control, or we are the inheritors of a relatively fortunate string of causality, circumstance, and physiology equally out of our control. Such a worldview makes untenable propositions of pride and resentment, yet makes it infinitely easier to appreciate our very good fortune, as well as exercise for those less fortunate than ourselves an even greater compassion, both tender and wise. Just as it is folly for punishing a patient for contracting a plague, it is also folly to punish what our society labels a criminal if he has no free will. Rather than punishing a plague victim, we do two things. First, we isolate them to protect the general population. Second, we treat their pathology if we can. Otherwise, we search for a cure. It could be argued that if one is the inheritor of a tragic string of causality, circumstance, and physiology out of our control, that renders us violent and a danger to others, then yes, we must be separated from society, not to punish us for that which is out of our control, but to protect society from our destructive tendencies, while a cure is either administered or sought after. 
a crime is less an indictment of its so-called perpetrator and more an indictment of the intersection of economics, public health, culture, and politics that pull upon his marionette-like strings. This intersectionality is explored in Peter Joseph's book, The New Human Rights Movement. And although it could be read on Kindle, it is much easier to listen to it on Audible, perhaps when taking a brisk walk or commuting to work. The so-called medical model approach to crime is explored in the latest Michael Moore documentary, Where to Invade Next. Let us return to the implied question. If we have no free will, what are we to do with that information? We could allow this information to fully inform both our wisdom and our compassion, thus dancing even more skillfully with the invisible forces that are in play in our lives, like the man behind the curtain in the throne room of the great and powerful Oz. Perhaps this is why Lao Tzu, the author of the Tao Te Ching, was such an awfully big fan of simplicity's centered spontaneity. You have been fortunate enough to receive these teachings, but are you fortunate enough to take them to heart? Today's second poem, Eager. No Jedi began their training eager to turn to the dark side, yet that is what many of them did, whether they knew it or not. For when we set out to select which emotions to feel, we are, are exercising our controlling tendencies and undermining our mindfulness. These two practices keep us slaves to our brainstem, the seat of our Sith potential. However, when we do the opposite, noticing whatever emotions spontaneously arises, then training and gently letting go without confusing it with shoving, it, with shoving away, then we are connecting more deeply to our midbrain the key to becoming more like Qui-Gon Jinn. Today's third poem, Retreat. What could a one-day retreat look like? After giving your roommate, lover, or child fair warning, set aside one day for extended practice. At six in the morning, you could study your teacher's writings. At seven, you could chant and meditate. At eight, you could greet those with whom you live, do some chores, and then maybe a little exercise. At ten, again, you could study your teacher's writings. At eleven, you could chant and meditate. At twelve, you could bathe, dress, and then enjoy lunch with those with whom you dwell. Be sure to help up. Be sure to help with the cleanup. 
At two, you could study your teacher's writings. At three, you could chant and meditate. At four, you might enjoy a brief rest or perhaps a stroll through the neighborhood with a companion. At six, you could study your teacher's writings. At seven, you could chant and meditate. At eight, you could rejoin your companions and perhaps enjoy a television show and a snack. You have just completed your first one-day retreat. Mazel tov, congratulations, and good luck. Today's fourth and final poem, Cain. When asked why I walk with a cane, it could be such a drag to recite a laundry list of medical maladies. It is much more fun to insist I trudge wearily beneath the burden of my awesomeness. For I'm far too sweet to ever quick, uh, ever quip. I'm dreadfully allergic to stupid people. For if disabled folk such as myself indulge the curiosity of each individual ranging from the frivolous to the grotesque, we could find ourselves speaking of nothing but our ailments. And oh, how very boring that could be. So let us who are chronically ill confer with our experts, eat a clean, cruelty-free diet, not take our circumstances too seriously, and make the most of this exciting adventure called life. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements. So support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us just as you found us as well. If meditation has felt impossible, boring, or just out of reach, you are welcome to register for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week.